the last the second to last plague was darkness darkness was insane they basically were not able to see one person from the next it was pitch black no matter how much light they tried to turn on it wouldn't help no light in the world and why did God make it so intense? Because he kept saying, I'm giving you a message. Wake up, wake up. But nobody woke up. They just said, we don't care. We don't care. So when you don't care, you just get worse. And worse things happening to you. And sometimes we get messages and God's knocking on the door. He's like, hello, get up, wake up. And if we do, then the messages just go less and less. But if we don't wake up, then the messages get harder and harder and stronger and stronger. Like if you're knocking at somebody's door and you're trying to tell them I need to get through it, you knock it lightly. Then you knock it a little louder. Then you're like a little louder, 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 louder. Why? Because no one's hearing you. So God's doing the same. He's like, I wish I didn't have to do this to you guys, but you're just not taking the message. You're not letting the Jews out. You're being so mean to them. So this time when it was dark, it was really hard. It was like they couldn't sit. If somebody was in the middle of sitting, they would just be in the middle of sitting. If someone was in the middle of walking, they could just be in the middle of walking. Whatever you were in the middle of doing, you could not move from that spot for a whole week. Either no brushing their teeth, their fingers stayed there for a week. They were paralyzed from the darkness. Could you imagine? And it was really scary. They couldn't, they didn't know where they were going. They didn't know what was going on. But meanwhile, for the Jews, it was light. And the Jewish people did not feel any of it. And what did God command them? Two things. Commandment number one, for the Jews to have something special. God wanted them to see where all the Egyptians hid all their jewelry. So this way, when they come out, they will have to give all their jewelry to the Jews for all the pain that they caused them. Give them beautiful things for all the pain they've caused them, number one. And number two, God said, the Egyptians, they worship a sheep. I want you to take the sheep that they worship and show it has no power. I'm the powerful one. I want you to take the sheep. I want you to sacrifice it in a very holy way. And this is going to be their, you know, their, their idol. And suddenly the idol is gone. And I want you to take the blood and I want you to put it on the doorpost of your house. You think God doesn't know which is a Jew and what's not? No. God just wanted us to listen to him and follow whatever he says, no matter if you understand it or not. And that the Egyptians should see that they have no power. The one who you worship with all your heart, guess what? He is destroyed. God is the only one. And the Jewish people during this timing... They took the sheep and they took it for a few days. They had to check on the sheep every day. And the Egyptians, when they came out of their darkness, they're like, oh, where's our sheep? And the Jewish people had to tie it to their bed. So this way the Egyptians will see that their idol, that they worship, that they said, this is our world. It's going to be, have no power whatsoever. The Egyptians were shocked. They couldn't do anything about it. The Jewish people took the sheep. They sacrificed it and put the blood on the doorpost. And then God's like, okay, you followed me, you listened to me, now you're going to be rewarded. What am I going to do now? I'll tell you what I'm going to do now. Now I'm going to pass over the homes of every Jew because you listened to God and because you followed his ways. And all the Egyptians who were first born are going to die. That's it. No more. I gave them chance after chance after chance after chance. Now I'm done done they're going to die and God went to every single home in the entire Egypt and every firstborn had somebody die in the family and the whole family would start screaming and crying and oh my god he died he died and then Paro realized uh oh 
I am a firstborn. That's it. I'm going to die. If I'm going to die, they're not going to have energy. I'm not going to be powerful. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. So he suddenly starts screaming, Moshe, where are you? And he ran out in his pajamas and everyone, he's like, get the Jews out. Go, go, go. And everyone's like, no, no, no. We're going in the beautiful weather when it's stunning outside in the morning. So everyone's going to know that we left Egypt. It'll be remembered for eternity. Now, there's a little song that the little kids sing because of the fact that it's a joke. He went in his pajamas in the middle of the night trying to find Tomosha, looking all over. And it goes this, Paro in pajamas in the middle of the night. Oh, Paro in pajamas in the middle of the night. Oh, Paro in pajamas in the middle of the night. Oh, ay, 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 ay. He looked for Moshe in the middle of the night. He looked for Moshe in the middle of the night. Please leave right now. Don't wait for the morning. Ay, 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 ay. We won't leave now. Oh, no, we won't leave now. Oh, no, we won't leave now. Oh, no. Ay, 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 ay. Moshe said, nope. We are not leaving now. We are staying right here. And we are going to leave in the morning. And Paro was shocked. He wanted everybody out, but nope. And the next morning, bump, 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 we'll tell you in a minute.